Beth. Good morning, and I'm Devo. And what do we want to talk about today on our podcast? We're here to talk about the 10-10-10 experience, which is a little bit about how we as business owners can go above and beyond exceeding the expectations of our clients and keep them coming back as repeat loyal customers. Oh, I like that. We can all use that loyalty. Yeah. Let's build some relationships. What is it that keeps you coming back for me over and over and over? It should not take you that long to answer that. It should be like right off the tip of your tongue. I can tell you right now that the only reason I come back over and over and over is the way you walk away from me. Okay, great. Like that strut. All right, join us. Thanks. Where's that music coming from? There's a little rock speaker right there. All right, you ready to do this? All right, hey, good morning. I'm Devo. And I'm Lisa Staff. And we are coming to you poolside. From the Chateau Elan with a little MC Hammer just came on the speakers right over there. Nice. You can hear that, but good timing. You know. <laughs> and we're drinking our mimosas because we can't have a poolside podcast without a mimosa. Cheers to you. Oh, wait a second. Wait a Sorry second. about the glasses. They're not Cheers the to nice you. champagne flutes, but yeah. what are you gonna do? All right, so we thought that appropriately speaking, we do a little bit of a conversation today on what do you do to create loyalty with your clients and how do we go about doing that and in general just how does somebody who's in a service oriented business create sort of a loyalty so that they have their customers that they are servicing coming back coming back again and again and again and we thought we would do that podcast because we came here on Thursday we're here for four days um, doing some content some filming we're shooting uh, an Indian wedding um, as well as some content on site for Chateau Elan. And we thought that we would talk a little bit about our experience with them so far, which has been absolutely brilliant, second mm-hmm. to none. Mm-hmm. And I, they've created a customer in me, like as far as what I, I will definitely come back yeah. here. This place is brilliant. Not only is it aesthetically beautiful, but the customer service here, the staff, everyone has been above and beyond anything. I, honestly, anything, can I just say this without pissing somebody off anything i have experienced in the south mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. above and beyond mm-hmm. and we'll talk a little bit more about that yeah. we'll go into detail with that yeah but we want to talk a little bit about customer loyalty and not just that creating that relationship with them so it's not a one and done that that you're still involved with them they're still involved with you and that relationship continues throughout Mm-hmm. And it, a lot of what we talk about on our podcast comes from conversations that we're having that are, are streamed from situations that we have during our business and what comes up. So let's let's share a little bit about this. Um, I have a, a good friend that was talking about customer loyalty with me. And this is someone that has put in the time with a, a client um This is real estate that she's doing. She's created a relationship. They've even signed a contract. And lo and behold, these people are ghosting her now. And when she's put in all the hours, when it comes to the time of actually closing a sale, it's gone. Poof, it's gone. So what do you do to avoid that in a situation? And I've been thinking about that. And then I've been thinking about the reason why we're here today. And it's because you've created that customer loyalty in that relationship with a client that you shot them two years ago, a couple shots, engagement shots, Mm -hmm. and as they've been going through whatever is going on in their lives, they've made sure that they are loyal to you two years later when it comes to their wedding. Now, 
again, we've talked about there's a million people that do what we do. So what sets you apart that they are loyal to you, that two years later they want to make sure that they bring you out to this location, they're treating you right, they're excited about you being a part of that, and they're excited about you also engaging in the personal activities, not just, you know, shooting, but hey, you know, we want to make sure that you're you're here and enjoying us with dinner with our family and our friends and all of that. You've mm-hmm. become that inner circle as well. Mm-hmm. So what sets you apart? What's created that loyalty and what's created that experience? Well, A, I took both of the credit cards, copied them down, carbon copy and kept those. And nice. I just let them know that conditionally that if you try to cheat on me with another photographer, I will run this bitch till it's empty. <laughs> I think really for me, and and by the way, I'd like to correct, they've put us up here. They, you know, you were here um, because we do this stuff together, but they know you, they knew you were coming and super excited about it. They put us up in a brilliant room. um, And as I've already kind of talked, I'm a little gaga over this place. But I think for me, this relationship begins at the beginning and the outset of everything we do from the first interaction with our clients. And I always tell people that I don't, I'm not just, I'm not a photographer. I'm really not a photographer. I'm an experience creator. And um, I want to be part of all of my clients' lives for a variety of, a variety of different reasons for an extended period of time. It's not just a one and done for me. And we've never treated it that way. So. Can I just stop you for a second? Yeah. So what you're saying about creating experience, it's, it's, it's not just you taking a few snaps, it's creating that experience. That that levels into all business, not just being a photographer, but any sort of service-based industry. Absolutely. It, it's not a one-and-done concept. I think I think people sometimes forget that um, business, business lines of business, whether you're in photography or you're serving a cup of coffee, those all have a life cycle to them. And, and it's kind of like a circle of life life cycle. They always come back. So whether it's just getting a simple cup of coffee at the barista this morning and, and the young lady who was working there, from the day I arrived, she gave me the first cup of coffee, was on the house. She gave me a free refill. And and I don't know if they're just taught to do that, but it's not just her. It's been literally everybody from the custodian who just brought us a power strip to the front desk who, when I first checked in, she gave me a bottle of wine because the menu that I was looking at from my room for room service, it didn't have exactly the vegetarian concepts I want. She's like, let me grab you a bottle of wine. She gave me a bottle of wine. She gave me a champagne glass. And it's literally just carried over. Oh, is that what vegetarian means? Yeah. Champagne, okay. grapes, duh. So, <laughs> so yeah, so it's not just one thing. And so for me, they've created, they have this program here, and I'm totally going to steal this from them. It's called a 10-10-10, and they give you this bar scan code and a text number. And if at any point during your stay here, there's anything that is inadmissible or not, you're not happy about it or you have a complaint, you text this number and you say it's not a 10, and they literally come. And I haven't had an experience to complain about, no. but the fact that that exists... I honestly, like, I just want to come back here on vacation for a few nights and sample the wine and just kind of hang out with you. So for they're letting you know, and it's, it's across all boards. There's like three categories for the different types of service too. So they're really breaking it down to everything about their experience. They mm-hmm. want you to uh, give them a 10. It's a perfect experience. Yeah. And so I've always taken that same approach. In fact, I, I, I have regular check-ins with my clients through the life cycles, anything we can do, anything that you're missing, anything we can add, all these sorts of things. And for us, and you're the same way, your business operates the same way, and then our, our new business is kind of what can we do to always exceed any expectations? And I think if, if you go into if you go into every experience as a business owner and you're working with clients that, are, are, that you're doing some sort of a servicing level for them, 
what can you do that first and foremost creates an experience for them that is second to none? And again, we don't sell photography. We happen to take photos and videos, but more than anything else, I create an experience for my clients that is literally second to none from, from the travel to the adventures that we do to the custom boutique customized crafted photography sessions that are specifically for each client based upon what they're looking for, all those sorts of things, to every little detail in between, whether it's the communication, interacting with my staff, getting follow-ups, all that sort of stuff. And and what that leaves our clients with is when they walk away and they write the review for you at the end of their first life cycle, they, you can see it in their voice. You can see it in their tone like, we did our job. And, and I'd like to say that 99% of the time, I've never had a client that was completely had anything but positive things to say about us. Now we've had differences of opinions with clients and that's a different thing. Um, we won't go into that area, but I mean, I'm five star reviewed across platforms for a reason. And so, and this is not a gloating session, but sounds I, like what, what I, I guess carried over. To yeah. So what I'm trying to get at is that in order to create that persona, you have to find a way to exceed all expectations on every single level. Mm -hmm. You have to create an experience that is personified by excellence on every single level. And you have to give them some sort of a reason to continue wanting to come back. There has to be an open invitation. And that open invitation for us is the, not only just the quality of the product, but the level of commitment that we provide. And, and I think if anybody, if anybody were to ask kind of what is your secret sauce, I think those would be three of some of our secret sauce elements. Okay, so I want to talk about a couple of things as, you, as you're going through that. You're saying exceed expectations, but how do you know what your expectations are are the same as what a client wants? Well, that's a great question, and I think that starts at the beginning of the relationship on that first point of contact when they reach out to you and they ask for X or they ask for Y. We do a really good job of kind of diving underneath the surface of that to understand what it is they want out of the experience, what are their expectations around photography, what are their expectations around managing their business, what is it they're looking for at the end of this that will make them happy. If, they were, if I were to ask them at the outset, and I do, when this is all said and done, what would you consider to be a success of this relationship? Mm -hmm. And when you ask that question up front, literally at the outset of the interview with your client, they know that you give a fuck and that at some point through that process, they feel relaxed and comfortable knowing that we're looking out for their best interests in this, in this project, in this photo shoot, in this videography, whatever it is that we're doing for them. Can I say as well that you have something that's, that's worked into your, your system with your clients that asks them, what could I do to make this a better, what, what could have improved your experience? Are you talking about at the end? Mm -hmm. So there should be some sort of, whenever we're engaging with, with clients or people that we're bringing into our experience, things that we wouldn't have thought of. What, what are some things, we might think what, everything we're doing is, is fantastic, but we're on the other side of it and our perspective is totally different. So you doing that, and and other people putting that into implementing that into their business, I think is key. Well, again, that feedback. you're absolutely right. And so having that feedback, and, and again, even though it's positive, there's always rooms for there's always a room for improvement. You know, mm -hmm. maybe I took a little bit longer than I should have with my photography. Maybe maybe my delivery time wasn't exactly in the six weeks, and I kind of give those ballparks. But whatever it is, I I want to know. I don't want just the gloating good news. I want to know, is there anything about this that I could have improved your experience for me? Because, if, because what happens with that is I take it, I introspectively look at the process, the experience that we gave them, and I go in and I make the tweaks, mm -hmm. whether it was faster emails, quicker turnarounds, whatever that might be. I think too, like 
we think that we ha are running a well-oiled machine and that's the ticket that it's streamlined and it's bright and shiny and all of that but we need to remember that people respond to people and not a corporation that's they brilliant. want that relationship and they want that experience and they want to feel like you hear them you see them and you're there to help them and serve them and give them value not just here's the bright shiny package well, it's one of the reasons why you make fun of me. It's one of the reasons why I shy away from things like auto calendar scheduling or auto responding in a workflow and that sort of stuff. It's because I do, I do kind of, that's a brilliant point. People respond to people and you can always tell, like when I get something back from a, from a text messaging system, that's just an AI bot, like you totally can tell. Mm -hmm. So for me, I've always wanted to keep that personal touch. And now we're going about, we're actually hiring. Um, one of the things we're doing in our business is we're, we've hired a customer relationship manager mm -hmm. because a, we're getting too busy for all of our different business lines that we're operating, but I need somebody who is going to manage my clients and hold their hand and walk them through. It's about giving them that white glove experience. No matter what you're spending, no matter where you're going, I think people ultimately are human, and they want to know that if they're going to spend a few dollars on a, on, a, on a sort of luxury experience, and by the way, don't get me wrong, what we're doing, photography, where they're spending you know, a shit ton of money for us to be here, putting us up every night for four nights, not the photography, the video, being on side of this beautiful chateau, they want to know that they're being treated with some modicum of, of experiential, boutique-y grace. Does that make sense? But that equates to all sorts of experiences that we have as we're going out. We might be going out somewhere just for lunch, and we still want to feel like there's a lot of places we could go to eat. Why are we Why are we repeating and going back to the same place? Well, it's all about the relationship and the experience. And you, you know, their food might not be better, their coffee may not be better, but you've developed loyalty because of the experience that you have. I will. I will spend ten out of ten. Ten out of ten times, I will spend my money at a location that A, remembers me, B, at least acknowledges they remember me, mm -hmm. and C, even if, the, even if the quality of, let's say it's a restaurant, for example, if the restaurant food was marginally less and it wasn't exactly the level of, like, you know, a five-star restaurant, but the experience that I got when I arrived was second to none, I will go back to that mm -hmm. restaurant every mm -hmm. single time. Mm -hmm. And I do. That, you can see it in the habits of my spend. I I'm a return customer for people who mm -hmm. treat me and provide me with an experience that I couldn't get anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're asking me all these questions, but turning it back around to you, you know, you're on an island. There's a shit ton of photographers working over in that space. Why do people hire you and why do people who have vacationed there – or you shot their they shot you shot their wedding you know five years ago or you did some sort of content creation for them why do they come back to you three four five six years in a row every year after and it's what it's because of what you do oh it's because I'm a single mom and I set up a GoFundMe account and I sent it out in emails to them <laughs> yeah but truthfully, no. <laughs> but truthfully speaking you know I, I know you've had clients that have literally called you up ten years later mm -hmm. five years later and mm -hmm. said I don't know if you remember us yada 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 and why twenty five years later and they, you're like mm, there was an how old am I <laughs> There was an experience that you provided them that they remembered. You gave them a hook. You gave them a reason to return. And I think I think for any small business owner, whatever it is that you're doing, think about the value proposition that you can offer your clients. What is it that you can do better than anyone else? And then come hell or high water, do that with all guts and glory that you have. Number two, there's got to be a hook. 
give them some reason, whether it's the quality of your product, the quality of the experience, some reason that they always want to return to you. Maybe it's your follow-up. Maybe it's your execution. Whatever it is. A customer loyalty pro program. Even even this here, the 10, 10, 10, all of a sudden, that includes the guests in the experience. They're part of the team because they're they're kind of off seeing what needs to be changed or if they love it they're they're all of a sudden they brought into it as part of the family yeah that's a good point and the you know psychology behind it ab absolutely and and the minute that the woman at the check-in gave me that counter and this was before she didn't give me a bottle of wine she gave me the slip of paper that had the 10 10 10 program on it immediately subconsciously i noticed that my body language had changed because, you know, you're walking into a boutique hotel, and you're like, oh, this is kind of ritzy. Like, you know, do I belong here? And then the minute you walked in from the bell person greeting you, opening the door to the woman who brought me a bottle of champagne, she literally poured me a champagne as I'm checking in. Mm -hmm. And, like, right off the bat, you just become disarmed. And it's like, hey, man, this is kind of groovy. What else do I get with this? And you become subconsciously aware that they are here to service you and take care of you no matter what you do, where you go, as long as you're respectful around that, right? Can I also just add as well, all of this also is dependent on, you're talking about what you're doing and the service that you're providing, but what I'm hearing is that you love doing what you're doing. So you and your team really need to be all in and love it, not begrudgingly, oh, I've got to go to work today, I've got to do this. It's all about your enthusiasm too. It is about your enthusiasm. That's what I meant by that value proposition. So if you're starting a new business, you know, one of the things we counsel all of our clients on is, is you're, you're, you need to find something about your business that's going to separate you that you can really passionately get behind. Mm -hmm. Because if you're passionately, passionately behind your product, it's no longer work. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's something different. It's something that you are building, that you are growing, that you are passionate about. And, and that, that exuberance that you display in your work, that exudes back to the customer. The customer mm -hmm. sees that. Mm -hmm. Like, how many times have people said to us when we're on set, man, you guys are literally amazing. You're all over the place. You're doing this. You're doing that. And we don't. We just take it for second nature. And again, I'm not gloating. I'm just saying we take it for second nature. But we absolutely love. People are watching you, and they see when you are going above and beyond, and you love what you do. What What I was saying, though, is that we love. Before <laughs> you're so rudely interrupted. <laughs> We love what we do. Like, I genuinely don't qualify what I do as work. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I wake up every morning excited to get my day rolling. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that comes across in both of our efforts and both of our, our mm -hmm. the, the manifestation of what we're creating. Mm -hmm. So, uh, anything else you'd like to add to that? No, I just, yeah, obviously. Um, I think what you're saying, too, is, again, people see what you're doing, and they can feel your vibe, they can feel your energy, and they can see through fakeness. Mm-hmm. That facade, isn't it? Okay. Uh -huh. All right. So, again, we are at Chateau Elan, and can I just sidebar on this place again and just kind of, like, share with you how brilliant this place is. First of all, there's nobody in the pool behind us, but that thing is really cool, and I might take a dip tonight if they let me. Um, it's just a gorgeous spot. It's just north of Atlanta, maybe an hour outside of Atlanta, sort of up in the foothills. It's a winery, um, restaurant. They have an inn. They have small – I didn't even know, but they have a smaller village here where you can get your own little kind of um, private – Cabins. Cabins, so to speak. I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere on here. Uh, and and the customer service and the staff and the food. Oh, the restaurant food. Mwah! The food's been fantastic. Okay. And they haven't even sponsored us in this. No. Anyway. <laughs> that's not true. But no, okay. no. 
This is legit. We're saying legit yeah. things here. We're just we're just actually raving fans. <gasps> okay, cool. I'm good. Yeah. And now we've got to go do some. Uh, we got to do an Indian wedding in a few hours, so we're gonna get ready for that. Perfect. Good enough. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. I'm Devo. I'm Lisa Staff. This is our IGTV start by starting. This might be a podcast too. We'll see. All right. Thanks for joining. Us. Well, hello there. So we're about to record one of our IGTV podcasts right here on the uh, pool side of the Chateau Ilan in uh, northern Georgia. And we thought we'd take a little bit of a, where are you going? Conversation uh, about uh, how it is to exceed customer service for all of your clients. And we're going to do that. And that's what we're going to do. Hey, welcome to Chateau Ilan. I see that. You're yeah, poolside. We're, we're taking this show on the road. Or is this your backyard? This is my backyard, Oi. I like it. I like it. We're doing a little outside podcasting. Talking about what today? The 101010 experience. Perfect.